This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today, we are talking about part two of executive actions to implement during the coronavirus crisis. If you didn't hear part one yet, please go back and listen to part one, where I talk extensively about those initial steps to take with employees in the organization and the kind of messaging that's important from you as the executive leader. Today, we're going to talk about customers first, and then we'll go on into some other aspects. Not only is messaging to your employees important, messaging to your customers is also important. Your customers want to know, is it safe for me to use your service at this time? And what are you doing to ensure my safety? And what options do I have? In the event that I'm no longer able to use your service for some reason, will I get a refund? Will I be able to cancel? All of these things are on your customers' minds. So, for example, suppose you are a restaurant or you are a grocery store. You might talk about what steps you're taking on the employee side to ensure that employees are healthy at work. What are you doing to sanitize the environment? How are you keeping the food safe, the cooking environment safe? What are the extra measures that you've added? What are you doing again with the bathrooms and keeping those clean while customers are there? And what innovations might you be adding? So, for example, if you're a restaurant and normally you don't have a pickup service or delivery service, There are some who are adding that as a feature right now so that if a customer doesn't want to come to the restaurant, they can receive a delivery. The same thing for grocery stores. They're doing something similar and they're taking it a step further. You can actually order your groceries. You can order your restaurant food online. You can pay for it, pay your gratuities and request that the delivery person Leave the items on the doorpost so that you never have to open the door. And after they're gone, you can pick up your items. So these are all things that some people might care about and they might want that service. Or let's say you are an airline and a lot of your corporate travelers are in companies that are issuing travel bans. And your customers want to know if I purchase an airline ticket, what am I going to do if my company cancels my business trip. Will I get my money back? Will I be able to apply it to a future trip? And I know some airlines, for example, United right now is offering free change fees for all flights that are purchased by the end of March. This is a tremendous value because the change fees are normally $200. And so imagine if you had five or six business trips canceled, that's a lot of 
outlay of cash. So businesses are thinking about what's going to make a difference to my customer and how can I respond to their concerns. Similarly, airlines and hotels have loyalty programs where you can be a frequent flyer and get benefits, or you have a high-status elite loyalty membership with a hotel chain. And if business trips are being curtailed, you may not be flying as much, you may not be staying in hotels as much. So how do you still achieve, attain, or reach your elite status? So airlines and hotels are figuring out innovative and creative ways to address this need for their clients. So again, you want to anticipate your client's worries. Some people may be concerned about going to the restaurant because we know that the virus can live on inanimate objects like doorknobs. So you might want to talk about the steps that you're taking to regularly at what level of frequency to sanitize the doorknobs. What are you doing to sanitize the credit card pin pads? And again, to provide touchless hand sanitizer stations throughout your place of business. So all of these are things that you can share with customers. Reach out to them. Let them know what's going on. Even some restrictions that might take place. We know that in some of the big box kinds of stores, people have gone in and purchased all of the hand sanitizer, purchased all the toilet paper and Kleenex and everything else. So some of those organizations now have some restrictions on the amount of products that you can purchase at one time. And that's so that more people will have what they need to get through the next several weeks those organizations are informing their customers about the policies that they're putting in place and why. The other thing that I would recommend for the executive leader is to really coordinate with your human resources professional. Your human resources professional in your organization is there to help you stay legally compliant as you go through this crisis. Because there are things that legally you cannot do, even though you may want to do them as you're going through the crisis. For example, although you can send a worker home who may be showing symptoms, you cannot ask that person if they have the coronavirus. You have to then be very careful about the language that you're using. And you have to share with employees what the recommended expectations are. For example, when you say to the employee, if you have tested positive for the coronavirus, then we suggest that you stay homesick and quarantine yourself for 14 days, that you go to the doctor and make sure you're completely cleared before you come back to work. However, you cannot tell the workforce, for example, that so-and-so has tested positive for the coronavirus. What you can say is that we have become aware that we have had an exposure to the coronavirus. So here are the actions we're taking. It could even be closing down the building for a period of time as it is industrially sanitized and brought to a level of safety. And after a period of time has gone by where any of the virus may have become dormant. Your HR professional can also inform you about the extent to which the Family Medical Leave Act 
might be relevant for some people who are facing some additional challenges. So definitely bring your HR person into the loop and make sure that you do things in a correct way. The other thing I would suggest for the executive leader here is that you report good news. Every day, there's breaking news about what's happening with the coronavirus. Hopefully, there will be some medical advances that come forward. Make sure that you share any good news that's coming out. The good news about the implementation of protective steps, things that are being done and how they are helping. It's very important for you as the executive leader to remain positive and to remind your customers and to remind your workforce of previous crises that we have gone through, that we've weathered, and that we have succeeded in navigating. And I'm thinking about Ebola crisis. I'm thinking about the SARS crisis some years ago. So periodically, we have these scares, we have these pandemics, and we also get past them. And as I said earlier, you want to dispel fear with the truth and with the facts. You want to answer the questions that your customers want to have answered and the questions that your employees want to have answered. Another thing that can be very important for organizations to do at this time is to reach out to offer aid to others who are less fortunate. We know that this is a global pandemic, and there are some countries in third world environments who have less resources than first world countries. We cannot say, oh, well, that's over there in this remote country halfway across the globe, and it's not going to affect me. We have a very mobile environment, and people are crisscrossing the globe every day. So we want to provide assistance to those smaller, maybe more impoverished countries that may not have the medical advances, personnel, equipment, resources that they need. So you as a company could choose to adopt an area or another sister country company in another country or elsewhere and provide resources or adopt a neighborhood in the United States that may be more disenfranchised and need assistance and aid. And as you share with your organization and with your customers what you are doing, you also are seen as a good corporate citizen for sharing your resources with others. So the bottom line is that crises are the perfect leadership opportunities. Real leaders rise to the occasion. They show up, they communicate, and they lead their people through crisis. This is no time to hide under the desk or to go silent. You want to be in regular and relevant communication with both employees, customers, and other stakeholders. If you are an executive leader, and you want to access consultation about your specific company situation, I do recognize the sensitivity of the situation we're in right now with the coronavirus, and I'm offering some special incentives for those of you 
who want to contact me and get special consultation about what else to consider and what else to do in your environment. So please contact me at Dr. Dr. Period Karen, K-A-R-E-N, at transleadership.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And remember, your messaging matters to the health of your organization. So get it right. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources. Thank you.